Acts chapter number 7. I want you to turn there. Acts chapter number 7. And uh, I want you to see a little different aspect of this particular passage of Scripture. I, I, I don't know. I guess I uh, usually see heaven in a different light, usually see it from a different context. And so I want to look today at heaven through some things in this, since this is the first time that anybody goes to heaven here, at least uh, except those that's been led out of captivity in the Old Testament. It's the first martyr of the early church. He's the first one that's martyred. He's the first one that's killed for his faith in Jesus Christ. His name is Stephen. He may be one of the great saints, and I hope you don't take him lightly because he gives us some ideas today on how to handle dying and how to handle dying when you're under duress and when you're under severe pain and, and when you're under uh, uh, all kinds of machines and tubes and contraptions and everything is there and your heart is broken. It may help you a bit today to see some things. Some a blessing uh, when I preach funerals, I've watched a lot of people die. I've been there many, many times when they die. Some times it was a blessing. Other times there was a tragic doubt hanging over that person to whether they were really saved or not. But I remember when my mother died and went to heaven, there was tubes, football helmet on her, all kinds of mess stuck in her, and I was driving as fast as I could go, 100 mile an hour down 840, trying to get there. And all of a sudden, I sensed God. I didn't hear a hear voice. I didn't hear voice, so don't, don't go tell that. But I sensed God say, it's okay, son, she's with me. So when I got there and I saw her in the shape she was in, a coma, she never spoke, never moved, never done anything from that time on, I knew then that God had already taken her out of that old pile of flesh that she had lived in. You say, I don't believe that. Well, I'm going to show you something today that might help you. And let's start in verse 54. There's a gob of Scripture in chapter 7, and I want you to read it. The rest of 6 and 7, um, it, it'll be hard to, to preach all of those verses because I've got to go back and preach the Old Testament to do it. But when Stephen preached, he preached the Old Testament. They were familiar with the Old Testament. They knew the Old Testament. By the way, they didn't have a New Testament. Didn't have one at all. And so he, he had studied it. He knew it. So he says, when they heard these things... They, they were cut to the heart. They were cut to the heart. And, they're, and they gnashed on him with their teeth. But he being full of, holy, of the Holy Ghost looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God and said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. And then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped up their ears. 
and ran upon him with one accord and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at a young man's feet whose name was Saul, who later became Paul. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down. Rocks had been pounding him, but he hadn't moved. He stood, stood upright. But he kneeled down now and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. And that term means he died. He died. And so today, I just want to preach on victory in Jesus. Let's bow our heads. Father, help us now as we look at this um, text to bless us, but also... Uh, a text that gives us great testimony, a text that gives us a great example, a a text that gives us great uh, leadership in how we should handle enemies and how that we should meet our Lord. So speak to our hearts today. There's probably somebody right now, they died, wouldn't go to heaven. Right now, and they know it. Their heart's convicting them. It's pounding. They know They're sitting here and saying, if I could get out of here, I would. They may even get out of here. But you're speaking to their heart right now. Help them, God, not to quench. Help them not to resist the Spirit of God in their life today. In Jesus' name, amen. There has been many who waited days and weeks and months for their loved ones to die and go to heaven. Others have had the privilege of having immediate deaths in their family, and that's uh, certainly an easier way to go. But God knows what needs to happen, when it needs to happen. So some have died in long term, and some have died very short term. So, uh, Stephen is there in heaven now, I believe. He's the first martyr. He saw into heaven. He went to heaven. And I kind of think Stephen's asking Jesus all kinds of questions. Not many people up there, so he says, this is a good time to do it, right? Not a lot of folks in heaven yet. So he's, he's probably asking him, you know, who's going to be saved? You know, who, how, how many people got saved by my witness? And he's probably asking him all those kinds of questions. And, and I believe Jesus just said, just sit on the corner over there and watch. Just watch. Watch what I do. And so I, I think he just went on down to the river and got him 12 kinds of fruits and made him some ambrosia and sat there until Jesus showed up. First of all, I just want to clear this up. When you die, you are not an angel. Why would you want to be an angel? You can't get saved if you're an angel. And if you say, oh, I'm going to heaven, I'm going to be an angel, that means you're a demon. Because only demons went to hell and they were lost because they resisted. They resisted. The majestic God who sat upon the throne and created this world. 
And so a third of the angels fell and two-thirds of them stayed. But you're not going to heaven to be an angel. God's got enough angels, right? Let me tell you something else. You're not going to have wings. Not going to have wings. You may be able to walk through walls, but you're not going to have wings. I think we... we get too many ideas from reading other people's, uh, going, going to other people's funerals. And some dude who had never studied the Bible gets up and preaches a funeral and tells them all that they're going to heaven and they're going to have their wings and their angels and these angels are going to have their hearts playing before Jesus. And they get people confused. And, and none of that is in the Bible. It's just not there. And you can, you know, you can say anything you want to. It's just flat, not there. So when I begin to look at this passage of Scripture here today, I want, first of all, you to look that he was a victor in his service. We're talking about victory in Jesus. He was a victor in his service. He caused increase of the word. If you read that text, you'll find that every time that they tried to chain him up, lock him up, put him up, he'd preach to them. And when they let him out, he preached to them again. And, and so he's preaching, preaching, preaching. He's doing everything God told him to do. He did, and the Bible even says he did wonders among the people. He healed the sick. He was able to, he was able to help the raise those crippled people. He, he was able to open the eyes of the blind. He was able to do wonders among the people. And so the folks was amazed that here was just a common man who had gotten full of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. They'd been watching all those folks. And here he comes clearing and healing people, and that ticked off all the leaders. And so they suburned him uh, to trip him up. That didn't work. They stirred up some against him. That didn't work. And they set him up by some against him, and that didn't work. They tried everything they could to get him. And still, he was Stephanos, <laughs> an angel face. After all they done to him, he was the angel face. Stephanos, that's who he was. You know what an angel means? A messenger of God. And so when you look at Stephen, he, he wasn't a, a, an angel from the concept of heavenly angels. He was a messenger of God. He was there to pre preach the word of God about the, about the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. And he didn't, God didn't want anybody to stop him until he got his message to the right people. Some of them rejected it. Some of them didn't. But Stephen did what God said to do. Stephanos. He was a victory in his service. Can you when you when you die and you kneel before God, can you honestly say that you've had victory in your service? Can you? Can you say, God, I I I messed up a bunch, but I've had victory in my service. 
I've tried to be a witness. I've tried to have a testimony. I've tried to love on you. I've tried to read my Bible. I've tried to serve. I've tried to love you, God. I've tried to obey you. Can you kneel on your knees and say, I've been a victor in my service. I taught the little babies when I can't stand kids. I, I, I taught the children's department when I can't. I wanted to beat them with a stick. I taught them anyway. And, and, and God, I went to the teenagers and I did beat them with a stick. I'm sorry, God, but I couldn't help it. And he, I think he sits there with his, on his knees confident that he had victory in his service. Since he'd been saved, do you look at all those folks that gotten saved? Thousands had gotten saved. We started, we know at least 8,120 were given that number, and then at other times it says multitudes or many, and so they just kept growing. They just kept coming, and, and as they would scatter out, they'd tell another, uh, another person about the gospel, and they'd get saved. So he was, he, as he knelt there, that, as he stood there and knelt there that day, he was confident in his service. But secondly, he was a victor in his sermon. And we, we, we've come to this time in our day where we don't like preaching, it's, it's preaching is kind of out of style now. We have to shave the edges off and cut off uh, anything that might cut somebody. But the Bible says here they were cut to the heart. Cut to the heart. Folks, you've got to have something pretty sharp to cut to the heart. They were cut to the heart. Cut to the heart. My wife says, quit, quit telling people, you know, I, I had this heart trend. They think I've had ho- open heart surgery. Well, let them believe that, and then they'll feel sorry for you. But she don't want it that way. But they did put one of them gadgets in her that jacks her up every now and then, you know, bloop, bloop, and, and uh, so there's days I could use one of them things. But they, they, uh, <laughs> God is... Get, given her one of those, and I'm glad he has. He, so Stephen was a victor in his sermon. If you'll read this sermon, every time he'd preach one and they'd get on him, they'd tell him not to do it. He'd do it anyway. He was courageous in his preaching. Second, he was studious in his preaching. If you'll read what he preached, he preached Old Testament, and he quoted Old Testament. He didn't have the scrolls. He didn't have anything but growing up and learning. He had learned what the Bible says and he knew that that was the Jesus and he'd give his heart to the Messiah who had come and so he was courageous in his because he was studious. Folks, listen, it'll help you a whole lot to study your Bible that deals with a lot of problems in your life. He was studious. And he preached his message anyway, no matter what they said, even about their rejection. He said, you, you do reject him as your fathers did, so do ye. You stiff-necked. That's what the scripture says he says about them. 
verse 51, you stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart. Uncircumcised in heart meant they hadn't had a spiritual experience with God. And ye do always resist the Holy Ghost. As your fathers did, so do you. So he preached his message even though there was rejection of it. You see, I think Paul told Timothy, preach where it's in season or out of season. In season or out of season. Where I grew up, you know, you had, you had seasons on rabbits and squirrels and things like that, but somehow we would forget about that or didn't know about it. I played ignorant. And we'd bring home more than we were supposed to. But boy, they, when mama, mama got them all fried up, that's good. That's good. And, and so he, here was Stephen, even being rejected, he was a, he was a Stephanos, uh, angel face. Remember that, that you are a, test, are a servant of God, even when they're about to kill you, he stayed who he was. He didn't change. He'd say, guys, let's talk about this. I, I, I believe we can work this out. Let's have a meeting and see if we can't straighten this thing out. No, he stood right there and took what God meant for him to take. What a sermon, verse 54. They were cut to the heart. They gnashed on him with their teeth. That must have been a mighty sermon. They was grinding their teeth, and they were cut to their heart. And they wanted him dead. So he was a victor in his service. He was a victor in his sermon. He was a victor in his stoning. Y'all still with me? Y'all okay? He was a victor in his stoning. You see, their heartaches, he received a hero's welcome. In verse 54, you'll find out that when you read all the way down through that text, verse 55 and 56, you'll find that in heaven he received a hero's welcome. Long before a stone ever hit him, heaven was in view. Now look at it here. When they were cut to the heart, but he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly and saw the glory of God in Jesus. They hadn't even hit him with a stone, and he's already looking into heaven. Friends, I say that to say this to you. Your loved one that your heart is breaking over, that loved one your heart has been broke over, that loved one someday that your heart will be broke over, remember this. When they are going through a time to where they seem to know nothing and have no consciousness of anything and there's no hope for them to live. Remember, they're already living because God let them see beforehand or he was taking them. And see, they, they, they didn't care what anybody done out here. He was just looking into heaven. They couldn't bear to listen to him, the, 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 this crowd he was, but he said he could take all they dished out. Don't you think it takes a pretty good dose of the Holy Ghost to, when they dish out a stone and 
and think you're dead, and you not only think you're dead, they wind up killing you. I tell you what, friends, that is a courageous sermon, and that is Stephanos. That's an angel face because he got to look up into heaven, and the brightness and glory of God shined upon him as he was dying. They were all acting like hell, and he was acting like heaven. Woo! Full of the Holy Ghost, gave him a vision and victory, and he was fit for stoning. And I hope you don't ever have to have, I hope you don't ever have to make a choice, but there is a real possibility you middle-aged adults, maybe us senior adults that may be here quicker than we think, but you middle-aged adults and you young people will probably, there'll come a day you're going to have to make a choice. And if you want to die and go where Stephen did, you see, when you don't make the right choice, it says that you didn't make the right choice when you trusted Christ. It said you came down and you said that you were saved, but you wasn't saved. You just was full of guilt. And then when they ask you and you stand there, courageous, who will you follow? You must say, I follow the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, as we look at this text, we, we see that God gives them courage. He gives them confidence. But most of all, he gives them Christ-likeness. You see, he died. The testimony that he had was the testimony Jesus had. Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. Most of us will said, God, them, kill them, throw spears at them, let a stone out of heaven hit them, let a comet fall down on them. That's what we'd have wanted. But he said, he so loved souls and he so much wanted people to be saved that he didn't want even his enemies to go to hell. God, let them live. Lay not this sin to their charge. He gave them, his testimony gave them courage. His testimony gave him confidence. He knew where he's going. Y'all with me? He knew where he's going. And his testimony made him look like Christ. A Christ-likeness. He died the way Jesus died on the cross. There's one more thing I want to say about this before we close. When, we, when we're in this situation that Stephen was in, there's one more thing we have, and that is communication. Do you notice that God and Stephen are talking? Back and forth, they're talking. They're throwing rocks. He can't feel them because he's talking to God. They're talking. You see, folks, if you, if you ever get God on the line, you'll forget about all those others that's trying to text in. Right? You'll forget that little group bunch. You'll wrap them up. No, it's me and God. That's it. I'm standing here ready to take the stones because 
It's me and God that's talking about it. There was no fear. There was no doubt. He absolutely believed that he was going to heaven. And because of his testimony, I'm absolutely convinced that there is a man named Paul that was so convicted by that stoning that he couldn't get it out of his mind. And we'll see it later on. He couldn't get it out of his mind and he fell on the road to Damascus and said, Lord, what would you have me to do? And there Paul got saved on the road to Damascus. And if you read his life, the Bible said he was stoned. And one of those stonings happened in chapter 13. And when you get to chapter 16, Paul and he, uh, uh, Paul and Barnabas kind of have a little spat and they split up. And the Bible says that there comes uh, Timothy up there and Timothy says, I want to be saved, I believe, and he joined up with the team. Why did Timothy do that? Because the scripture tells us that Timothy was there the day that Paul was stoned. He gave a testimony that when you come to Jesus Christ, you surrender all. You surrender all. So he was full, faithful. He was Fresh, as God talked to him right here. He knew every answer. He knew all what the Bible said. He didn't know much about heaven, but when God opened, listen, he got to look through the cosmos. Y'all ain't listen to me. Now listen, listen. You, 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 y'all got all upset about that eclipse. Y'all went bonkers over that thing. You know, I, I had 84 in my driveway looking at it, you know. We had, uh, we had a high attendance over here in the back of the church looking at it. We, we was eclipsing. We should have had an eclipse night that night. Locked all the doors for everybody to come in and had a service. Y'all got all fired up about this. But listen, what if you got to see through the cosmos? There's, there's, a, there's three heavens, the Bible said. There's one where the birds fly, and there's one where the stars are, and then there's another that's above that. That's where God is. And so what happens is God just rolls that back, and Stephen doesn't even mention it. He's so focused on Christ, he don't even mention it. One side's full of demons, the other side's full of his angels. He don't even mention it. There's not a fear in his body. Folks, when you ever really look through and see Jesus Christ, it'll take the fear away. It'll take the fear away. And I'm glad when people get saved, they can see higher than they've ever seen before. And so here, as he took his stone in, and he went to move on up to heaven and find his Jesus. I want to ask you something. Have you done that? Have you done that? Right now, and I hope this never happens, but when somebody come in that door and said, do you are you absolutely in love with Jesus Christ? Would you say yes or no if they had a gun pointed at your head? 
would you say? Hope it never happens. But it could. What would you do if there was a sword to your throat? What would you do if there was poison gas? What would you do? Did you really get saved when you got saved? Or did you just get under conviction and when you got out of here, it was gone? You got to be a church member and you got to be baptized, but you're not going to get to go to heaven. So I'm asking you to come. 